gentlemen, welcome to What the Fuck Fight. It's brought to you by no. South American Entertainment. No, no, not enough energy. Not enough energy. I'm so sorry. Well, this is the 52nd time that I'm not redoing it again. That's, That's a lie. It's the second. <laughs> He's off by 50. He can't Are do Are we really that. doing the show? Yes. Shut up. Oh. We're not going to do it. If you don't move forward, then we don't and we'll restart. You have a you have a choice right now. Decide. And you're going to make the right one. Welcome to the show. There we go. Yes. That's what they wanted. <laughs> All right. I am uh, the same person on the uh, series. Jean. Uh, Jen Scott Pickett. I'm sitting here with. I am still Chase Salt Pickett. And I'm going to do this right for once. I'm Anonymous Adam. <laughs> Wow, it's a Christmas miracle. Chris um, Krimbus. So if you happen to look at your handy dandy little podcast thing before you listen to the show, you may have noticed this episode is going to be shorter than normal because in the <gasps> spirit of uh, holiday We're going to shortchange you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we're going to not fight this year. And that's not true. We're not going to fight this one episode. We're going to do something a little bit different um partly because christmas and the holiday season takes a lot of time and we're struggling <laughs> partly we mean mostly yeah. and we mean ollie i don't know if ollie's a word but so yeah, basically absolutely. what we're yeah. saying hyphen, is hyphen we are taking off the next couple of weeks for the sake of enjoying our holidays with our family and doing all the travel thing but also it's an opportunity for us to get our shit together and really start the new year off right and give y'all a very high quality product is that fair I think that is fair, Adam. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, High quality. <laughs> Brought Adam. to you by ass. So, after, Our first sponsor. Actually, actually, I'm excited to say we did have, I haven't even told y'all this yet. Mm. We did have someone reach out to us about being a sponsor and those opportunities are coming in. So that's exciting. Anyway, wow. it wasn't, please, it wasn't ass. Reads. It wasn't ass. It but, wasn't ass. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so this will be the last podcast. God bless us. This is the last podcast for the year and this is what we're doing. We're fucking it up. <laughs> no, no, no. This is what they ex- um, come to this know. This is on par. Yeah. They're like, but, oh, this is another episode from Salty Mermaid. Okay. Yeah. So, happy holidays from us. We wanted to say thank you. We also wanted to let you know that we will be spending this time to prepare for next year to be super awesome so we're not just disappearing on you. Some fun facts to throw at you. We have um, released a brand new picture book, which we're excited about. It's called The Frosty Mermaids, and you can look that up on Amazon. Um, there should be uh, a variety of options, but we know for sure it'll be available in like paperback and ebook and should be available in hardback also. Yeah, we're, um, we're still figuring it out, but yeah, well, you'll we had, know. When yeah, well, know. it was supposed to have been released a little earlier and there were some glitches, but you know, it happens. We're fine. Like that. We appreciate the support. Right. Um, so, Picture book, holiday break, anything else we should discuss before we do our little fun little, add-on little at the thing, end? Little shindig. We have some entertainment for you. Yeah. You know, you're going to be... Uh, uh, we have some content is what you mean. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it's not ours, it's of course. It's subjective. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to be spending a lot of uh, time with either people you like or do not like. Mm-hmm, and for you the holidays. may be looking for some talking points mm-hmm. to either make someone happy or to piss them off. So yes. Chase kindly mm-hmm. took the time to find a list of fun facts. Is that correct? Some yeah. icebreakers or what? <laughs> yeah. So, like... I think what's fun about our show is that nice. it gives you material that you probably didn't know about and before That's listening true. to us. And when you're talking to someone and you feel like an opportunity presents itself, you get to bring it up and have fun and talk about things they knew nothing about. So it's funny because it's cold. Yeah, it is definitely cold. Oh, I see what you did. Icebreakers uh, in the cold and frosty mermaids. Okay, I'm done. 
So uh, thank you to our, our friends uh, down in, at goodhousekeeping.com. <laughs> our friends. <laughs> our friends and sponsors over there at goodhousekeeping.com. <laughs> Um, they have put together a list of 35 interesting Christmas facts to impress your family and friends, or I would say, and or to piss them off. It depends. It's up to you this holiday season. Mm. You said 25. Yes. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to stop I'll, at 10. If we, don't, don't if we get to 25 and you, and you hate it, we can say fuck it. We can say okay. no more. Adam, you, Anonymous Adam, the referee still can, uh-huh. can call. You know us, and if you get to two and he doesn't like it, he will say fuck this. I'm out. Right. Okay. And, you know, I, I guess it's all between. Get out of my basement. Yeah. <laughs> I started reading into some of it, some of it I knew, and I only made it probably into the first five or six. I was like, yep, oh, that'll God. work. I haven't Great. heard any right. of this. We, and they haven't. They haven't heard any of it, and I've looked at very little. So we're going to experience this together. As I was explaining to Adam, you may or may not have already seen this in your Facebook feed. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> we're going to have fun. This is the last moment you get with us before the new year. Yay. You're going to enjoy it. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like so cookies. welcome to goodhousekeeping.com's Gross. list of 35 interesting facts. <laughs> um, and I will read them verbatim. So first, Christmas wasn't always on December 25th. Knew that. Wow. Adam, I'm assuming you knew that by your... I actually didn't, honestly. Okay. <laughs> it's like, fucker. <laughs> I know random shit, but not that. <laughs> While Christmas celebrates the birth of Jesus Christ, the actual date is lost to history. There's no mention of December 25th in the Bible, and many historians say Jesus was really born in the spring. Some historians um, uh, put the date was originally chosen because it coincided with the pagan festival of Saturnalia. Sounds great. Sounds like our normal. Yep, this is us. Mm -hmm. Which honored the agricultural god Saturn with celebrating and gift giving. (gasps) Okay. Yes, we mentioned before that there's actually a lot of pagan tie-ins, which to be fair, some people who are, um, uh, I guess, avid or a different version of Christianity, they don't celebrate Christmas because they do feel like it takes away, like the tree and all that stuff. You know, everybody has their own thing of that. I remember reading at some point that it was basically chosen to be during the winter because it's kind of dull and depressing and it was a time to like give us something to look forward <laughs> I to. I mean, that could be you something. So, I've heard lots of things tied yeah. to that. Um, weird. Everybody because. was on spring break, so they decided to celebrate Jesus's birthday yeah. in the winter. Someone yeah. also told me once, and I don't know if it's true because I didn't research it, um, that in some of the lost books that never made it to the uh, determined Bible that was put together. The canon, yeah. Yep. Uh, that the wise men didn't actually make it there for Jesus's birth. That yes. they saw the star and they're like, we should fucking start walking. Yeah. Damn. And they grabbed their gifts and they didn't get there, obviously, because for, months? for yeah, months and yeah. months later after he was actually born with their gifts. And I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're far yeah, away. yeah. Jesus you can't was, just hop on a plane. Yeah. He was 32 years old. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just in time. So, yeah. Uh, I thought that was interesting. All right. So, number two, gifts have both Christian and pagan origins. Yes. Christians may have grown up learning that we give gifts as Christmas to mimic the presents as the three wise men brought to baby Jesus. But like so many other traditions, that also has its roots in Saturnalia. The pagans originally gave offerings to their gods too, which I guess that all mm-hmm. sounds pretty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, number three, evergreens are an ancient tradition. Did something to do was Tenenbaum or something like that or German? Isn't there some tie? To there's that? some. There's some German stuff that I read that were in some of the, but I don't know if it's has anything okay. to do with evergreen. I didn't actually German. read the evergreen. Okay. Um, so the tradition of Christmas trees 
goes all the way back to ancient Egyptians wow. and Romans, did not know that, who decorated with evergreens during the winter solstice to signify that spring would return. So if you deck your halls with a green tree, wreaths, or evergreen garland, you're honoring history. Wow. Did not know that. You're welcome, history. I, uh, I had no idea. Ever- I didn't know that Egyptians I feel so, had access to evergreens. You know, I didn't know that either <laughs> until that. Remember, I was telling you oh, to listen to the yeah. podcast, and they were mentioning that most some of the deserts, like specifically the Sahara Desert, at one point in time was all lush green, lush, yeah. and it wasn't an actual desert. And the uh, the like the rivers actually every went to so the foot many of the, years it recycles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I guess if you think of it in that context, I don't know what plants grew at that time, but I guess there could have been evergreens. evergreens apparently, mm-hmm. yeah, evergreens, I suppose. Um, they were also very powerful, so who knows? They're like, bring us from evergreens from the distant lands. I'm sure they had some pretty extreme trade routes. Right. So. Yeah. Um, you can thank Prince Albert for your Christmas tree, not for your penis piercings. <laughs> so, brew a cup of tea when trimming your tree this year to pay homage to the origins. When- <laughs> Wait, what? You know what I was thinking. Yes, I was there with you. <laughs> All right, so when Prince Albert of Germany got a tree for his new wife, Queen Victoria of England, it really took off across the pond. A drawing of the couple in front of a Christmas first tree appeared in Illustrated London News in 1848. To use modern um, parlance, the idea went to viral. rule. Oh, so I guess that's how the tree got popular. Wait a minute. You know, we just watched a movie and they referenced that. Yeah, it was Dickens. Yeah, the man who invented Christmas. Yeah, he made a little like little passing comment yeah. about it. Yeah, how yeah. it was trending. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Any Ooh. comments? No? I'm good? No, I mean, not unless you want to explain What number are we on? Uh, we're on five. Neat. Uh, only 30 more. <laughs> Saint Nick was more generous than Jolly. What? What? What does that fucking mean? I, I don't know. All right. Well, he, number seven. He was, he was generous, but he never smiled about it. Like, <laughs> he okay. gave gifts, but smacked the children. <laughs> I mean, like. You, you probably already knew the idea of Santa Claus came from St. Nicholas. The saint wasn't a bearded man who wore a red suit. The tradition came much later. In the fourth century, the Christian bishop gave away his large inheritance to the poor and rescued women from servitude. In Dutch, his name is Sinter. Sinterklaas. Sinterklaas? Sinterklaas, which Hmm. later morphed into Santa Claus in English. Mm. Isn't it true that the Coca-Cola company is the one who came up with the red suit Santa? Dude, I'm pretty sure that's not surprise me because Coca-Cola's red. I know that it used to be that he wore, um, like Father Christmas wore a green long cloak. Mm, And um, and some Cloak seems more fashionable for that time. Um, And then it changed to a red suit. So it would not surprise me. I think specifically the red suit was made by Coke. Yeah, that's interesting. That's That's worth a giggle. Coke also made polar bears. (laughs) Yeah, that is actually a fact. Uh, Number six, the Dutch gave us the idea to leave cookies and milk. If your kids leave Santa a little snack to keep him satisfied on his journey, Mm. thank the Dutch. Thanks, Dutch. On St. Nicholas Feast Day on December 6th, which is my birthday, (laughs) Dutch children leave him food and drink to be exchanged for gifts overnight. We had an episode recently where we talked about about different... um, Oh, my God, Adam. You're not going to fucking believe this. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Adam. Web. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's crazy. I'm not even fucking kidding. All right. Remember I told you. Everyone's clicked off. This is going to be the longest podcast. No. No, no, no. no. Remember I told you I didn't read any of these, right? Mm -hmm. So, number seven. Guess Mm -hmm. what? Coca-Cola played a part in Santa's image. 
What are the fucking odds? Wow, I mean, job. it's a Christmas list, oh so probably God. high. I, I've never, but I've never <laughs> seen that before in any stupid list that's ever come across. That's crazy. You're before Coca-Cola decided to use his image for advertising, Santa's look tended, tended to look more spooky than jolly. In 1931, the beverage company hired... Wow, that's really... That's pretty far back. Mm-hmm. 1931. Hmm. 1931, the beverage company hired an illustrator named Haddon Sundblum to depict the jolly old elf for magazine ads. Now kids see vis- you know, visions of sugar plums instead of having Santa-themed nightmares. So they reinvented his look to make him look more friendly. Mm. You know, it's funny, uh, though. Advertising. You said 1931, and my thought was, that was not that long ago. That's less than 100 years ago. I was thinking it should have been ago. like... That the Santa we know it is was, actually made over, which I guess Coca-Cola has not been around forever. Right. Ago, so. I don't know when they started. Mm-mm. 90 years ago. That's the only... I mean, they wow. had they had to have been around for a while because they were still putting Coke in that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Number eight. Uh, hanging stockings started by accident. I didn't know this. Legend has it. We hang stockings by the chimney with care thanks to a poor man who didn't have enough money for his three daughters. Generous old Saint Nick dropped a bag of gold down their chimney one night after the girls had hung their freshly washed stockings there to dry. That's where the gold ended up and the tradition okay, stuck. I just weirdly got chills about that because I did know um, about the stockings drying, but then it just, we so long have thought about Santa Claus as coming down the chimney, but imagine actually being poor and struggling and someone dropping gold down your chimney. Now, how fucking He's cool is that? He's probably a robber. <laughs> he was trying to stash it. He's like, this place looks abandoned. Okay, you just ruined my chills. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, January, trying to have a moment. January 29th, 1892. That was Coca-Cola? Was Coca-Cola being wow. founded. Oh, wow. Uh, Rudolph was a marketing boy. Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, first appeared in 1939. All right, y'all enjoy your list. I'm going. <laughs> is that Bastion? Yeah. Minus her kicking, pushing. Shit. Wow. I've never seen her leave so fast. That was really abrupt, and now the headphones yeah. are on the ground. Yeah, he is. Okay. I, I was. I could hear this like moaning noise, but now I know it's my like, son. It was just the demons. <laughs> I recognize that moaning. Um So in 1939, when the Montgomery Ward Department store asked one of its copywriters to create a Christmas story for kids that the store could distribute as a promotion. Uh, the adorable movie movie featuring the Island of Misfit Toys and Herbie and Herbie. Was it Herbie? Herbie the Elf hit the airwaves. That was 1964, and that's when Rudolph was first conceived. Wow. Yeah. I don't like that you said conceived. Conceived. Right. Created. Oh, Bastion. He's going to join us for our last show. Yeah. All right. Number 10. Black Friday isn't the busiest shopping day of the year. It's Boxing Day. I remember. I was, was going to suggest that. I think you're probably right. Black Friday, or the day after Thanksgiving, certainly sees lots of shoppers heading to the malls. But we must be a nation of procrastinators because the most hectic days of the year are actually the Friday and Saturday before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So plan ahead if you don't care for crowds. All right, so that's ten. I'm going to pass off this to Adam. I'm going to let him read the next ten, and then we'll let Jen finish it off. Neato. All right, so you're going to start with eleven, my friend. Eleven. Uh, the eight tiny reindeer, uh, reindeer have had lots of names. Oh, that's interesting. I actually did not know that. Uh, Rudolph was almost named Rolo or Reginald. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here yes. comes Reginald. Here comes. <laughs> we truly are in the darkest timeline. <laughs> what could have been? Which doesn't quite have the same ring to it, obviously, but his crew also had lots of other names. They've also been called Flossy, Glossy, Racer, Pacer, Scratcher, Reckless, Ready, Steady, and Fireball. I like, like those more. Yeah. Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> Christmas is ruined. <laughs> 
number 12. Christmas wreaths are religious symbols. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. I never knew that either. Uh, Christmas wreath was first originated as a symbol of Christ. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Uh, you know, like, I would assume like a crown. Anyway, um, maybe I'll, yeah, crown of thorns. <laughs> I should have just kept reading. Uh, basically, that's what it comes down to um, when he wore it at the crucifixion and the whatnot. And the red berries apparently stand, uh, uh, stand for the love. Yeah, yeah, apparently. Uh, so, yeah, think about crucifixions when you look at your door <laughs> uh, Christmas just got a little warmer yeah uh, Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song what oh wow that's interesting <laughs> turns out we first started dashing through the snow for an entirely different holiday James Lord Pierport Pier, Pier, wrote the song called One Horse Open Sleigh for his church's Thanksgiving concert in the mid 19th century all I hear is that other people also started celebrating Christmas before Thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> the origins of celebrating before Thanksgiving right. dashing through the Turkey. <laughs> I was going to say mashed potatoes. <laughs> uh, astronauts broadcast uh, jingle bells from space. Sure, because if there's one place you want to hear music, it's in the vacuum space. Uh, wait, wait, they what? They so they just play it? I guess out loud. No, they played it silent. Well, I mean, it's, you didn't really give much context. You're just going well, to as you blend space. Then you so dropped a joke, and then you were going to leave. Yeah, and then I was going to continue to read, but then you were a asshole. All well, right, somebody do. has to keep Christmas you in line. I'm the new referee. Christmas, fear it, hate you. <laughs> Many of us have done a prank that almost went too far. Nine days before Christmas in 1965, two astronauts aboard the Gemini 6 told Mission Control that they saw an unidentified flying object about to enter Earth's atmosphere, traveling in the polar orbit from north to south. Just as things got tense, they interrupted the broadcast with jingle bells. And this particular man, that I can't pronounce his name, Wally something, played a small harmonica accompanied uh, by Tom Stanford shaking a handful of sleigh bells. No. They got all our hopes up for Santa. They were like, an asteroid's going to destroy us before Christmas. Jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> cool. They never got them back from space. Oh. Yeah, they just left them they up just, there. I'm just going to leave them in there. Actually, I actually feel like I knew this. Your phone's about to die. Silent Night is the most recorded song ever, apparently. Which is ironic. Silent Night, but it's the song we sing the most. <laughs> what? Break the silent with the song. Must have been written by a parent. <laughs> yeah. We all know the same few handfuls of Christmas songs play at stores and on the radio in a loop all season long, unfortunately. But one of them has been adapted more than others. Silent Night uh, earns the title. It says, ears the title. Um, as the most recorded Christmas song uh, in the history, which has had 733 different versions copyrighted since 78. Wow. 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 16. Celebrating Christmas used to be illegal. What? From 1659 to 1681, anyone caught making merry in the colonies would face a fine for celebrating by the Revolutionary War that they had so little significance that Congress even held their own first session on December 25th, uh, uh, 1789. Uh, Christmas wasn't even proclaimed a federal holiday for almost another century. Holy shit. Um, proving that the Grinch's attitude towards the holiday was alive and well long before he was. How? <laughs> uh, settlers created the first American eggnog no, they stole it. They had to have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Jamestown settlers created the first American batch of eggnog, although it, it likely bore little resemblance to today's comforting tipple. I don't, I don't know how it's 
created, honestly. I eggs. It, I don't know if there's actual yeah. eggs in it, but to me it tastes like cake batter I and so. I love it. I think there's actually eggs in it. That makes sense. Technically. And like at least half nog. I don't even know what a nog is. <laughs> Not oh, noggin, your head. You know what a nog is. Okay. It's made of heads and eggs. <laughs> Eggheads. The word nog comes from the word grog. Oh, what? Or anything oh, made with rum, because obviously uh, it can be very you much alcoholic. You know what? For the longest time, I didn't know that eggnog egg 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 was supposed to be alcoholic, and now I love it even more. Yeah, great. Really? You didn't know that until now? Until a couple of years ago. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, an early nog didn't have the rich milky base that we now ladle out of grandma's cut crystal. What? Stop personalizing these. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas decorating sends nearly 15,000 people to the ER. Which oh is wow! Why I'm terrified of this time of year holding the ladder for me. I yeah, just it's great. had a or being on the ladder. Or being on the ladder. Yeah, Chase being on like three stories high in the middle of the night. Remember that? It's worth it. <laughs> uh, if you ever watch Clark Griswold decorate his house in Christmas Vacation, that stat likely doesn't shock you. Uh, apparently, shock. according to yeah, remember that movie? Yeah, cons- I'm sorry. I'm just gonna pass this off to you. <laughs> I have no I idea. Know. 20. Did you stop in the middle of it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. It just says, be careful. Here. You can like, bring here. I'll, I'll let you. I'll come uh, tag myself in while you do yours. <clears throat> Is everybody enjoying this? Mm-hmm. Is this your favorite? Santa has his own Canadian postal code. Every year, letters to Santa flood post offices around the world putting parents in a tough spot as they figure out how to answer them or explain why their kids' letters got lost in the mail, Current uh, cementing their reputation as some of the nicest people ever, of course, some big-hearted Canadian post office workers started writing back. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I didn't know that you were supposed to get a response from Santa, to be fair. I mean, why wouldn't you? He is real. Yeah, but he's a little famous. You don't get mail back say, from celebrities. You're going to say he's a little bitch. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Um... And the initiative is called Ho Oh Ho. Ho All right. Um, dry Christmas trees spark more than joy. Neglected, try, dried out Christmas trees spark about a hundred fires in the United States each year. A hundred oh. in the whole United States is not that. Yeah, bad. it's not anything. But it's still that's like two fires a state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Two houses burned down. Big deal. Um, cause an average. You're a statistic. Oh wait, cause an average of ten deaths. That's a little sadder. Oh well, I mean that's like a third of a person per state. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Uh, yeah, that math is very wrong. Okay, but it results in 15.7 million in property damage. So. Oh, well, I mean, at least people get to collect on life and or health okay, <laughs> home insurance. Oh, I don't Okay. Christmas. Now, not only will an errant spark ruin your holiday, it can put both residents and responding firefighters in danger. Yeah, that sucks. Um, we ship a ton of packages at the holidays. Well, duh. Between Thanksgiving and New that. Year's Day, the U.S. Postal Service delivered an estimated, what's the number you think? Um, a hundred. A hundred what? 232. 232 Million. Thousand million. Billion. All right, y'all are stupid. Yep. 910 million packages in 2019. In addition, that doesn't count. That's just packages. That's not mail. In addition to almost 15 billion pieces of mail. This includes gifts for loved ones, cards, Christmas letters, missives to Santa, and those dreaded holiday credit card bills. Uh, that's why it's so important to thank our mail carriers. They work harder than Santa sales. Thank you. You know, we have a really great mail carrier. He always makes holiday cards and puts it in our mailbox each year. You cool. know, he's pretty cool. I bought him something this year. Nice. All right. 
The term Xmas dates back to the 1500s. I remember when it was a big deal. Christians were so upset about Xmas. They they were marking out Christ. But X actually means Christ in Greek or something like that, right? Um, I don't know. Okay. Contrary to popular belief, Xmas is not a trendy attempt to take Christ out of Christmas. Ah, I should have kept reading. Yeah, that's been the theme today. (laughs) Oh, okay. According to From Adam's Apple to Xmas, that's a clever title, an essential vocabulary guide for the politically correct, Christianity was spelled with an X. Christianity, the Christ, was replaced with an X (laughs) as far back as 1100. Um, uh, Don't you like it when people get outraged just because they're uneducated? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so C-H-I is the Greek first letter of Christ and has served as a symbolic stand-in at the same time. In 1551, the holiday was commonly called Extimus, which was later shortened to um, Expus. Interesting. So, yeah. Isn't that uh, like goodbye? I, this is totally random. But God be with you? Yeah, it's like God be with you shortened yeah. heavily over like centuries. Yep. And think about it, how many words that even in our timeline we've seen shortened. Mm-hmm. Like now we say LOL, not as part of internet lingo, but like... Real life. People say lol, lol. now, right? Yeah. But it used to be laugh out loud, then yeah. it became LOL, now it's lol or whatever. All right. Lots Christmas decorations feel like they appear in stores earlier every year, not to mention ads for gifts everywhere. That's because the majority of Americans really do Jingle Bell rock their way right through the season, about 85% of us. Um, not all of those celebrate the religious basis of the holiday, though. I don't know what that means. I don't understand that. I wasn't paying attention. I think it was just saying <laughs> that 85% of people celebrate Christmas. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Christianity yeah. is like up there with the top religions in the world. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, we're almost there, guys. Number 24, just about half of Americans attend Christmas services. If church attendance on Christmas Eve has felt less busy lately than when you were a kid, you may not be misremembering the Pew Research Center found that fewer people think of Christmas as a religious holiday these days. The PRC? <laughs> yeah. Only 51% of people who celebrate attend church as part of the festivities. Uh, 25, Americans spend nearly $1,000 on gifts. That make, I can oh, testify I mean, yeah, that's to that. Just yeah. like, that I'm, a little, I'm a little surprised it's that low. That barely covered the kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, according to the National Retail Federation's most recent data, uh, consumers spend an average of $967 on the holidays, although individual spending can really range. Many shoppers will really go all out, but just as many cherish homemade, thrifted, or otherwise gifts that are more meaningful than flashy. Uh, mistletoe is an aphrodisiac. Who fucking knew? Oh, interesting. What in the world? The holiday decoration decoration isn't just pretty. It's also an ancient symbol of fertility and virility. Is that said virility? Virility, sure. Um, the Druids considered it an aphrodisiac. So the next time someone cracks a joke about meeting you under the mistletoe, consider yourself warned. <laughs> um, but also... <laughs> just, <laughs> okay. Never mind. Never mind. Mistletoe's name isn't as sweet. Um it might not give you as many warm feelings. Missile thrush birds eat the plant's berries, digest the seed, and then help the plant germinate with their droppings. So the word for mistletoe literally means dung on a twig. <laughs> so it's an aphrodisiac that means shit on a twig. <laughs> shit on a stick. <laughs> shit on a stick. Yes. We are using that for something. Yes, please. Okay, yes. Um Ham ranks as the festive favorite. Oh, yeah, there's 10 more. <laughs> Winnie, uh, one of the showstoppers of Christmas dinner is carving the roast beast, whatever species it comes from. Um, both ham and turkey spike on Google for searches in December. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Candy canes originated in Germany. Mm. 
um, grandma who still sneaked the kids' sweets during the drone insurance history is on your side. It wasn't until a German-Swedish immigrant decorated history with candy canes that they became popular as Christmas candy. Hmm. The Rockefeller Christmas tree actually started out small. It looked more like Charlie Brown's than the resplendent once a day. Construction workers first placed a small, undecorated tree while working there in 1931. That's cool. Two years later, another tree appeared in its place, this time draped in lights, and it just kept getting bigger every year. There's a weird alternate universe uh, horror series mm-hmm. on uh, YouTube that mentions the Rockefeller Christmas tree, and it's creepy as fuck. Cool. <laughs> You like creepy stuff. I really do. I'm going to go watch it after this. <laughs> All right. Washington Irving created many Santa legends. You may know Washington Irving best for Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Man, that was... Oh, shit. What in the yeah. world? <laughs> Featuring the famous Headless Horseman, but he wrote a lot about St. Nicholas, too. In fact, he's the one who first came up with the eight tiny reindeer. Why are they tiny? I never thought about that. Eight I never, tiny reindeer. I've never heard of them I saw this meme this tiny. week, and it said that... Actually, I don't know if this is true, but the, the meme said that reindeer... The males lose their antlers in the winter, which means that the reindeer that pull Santa's sleigh are women, because of course. Hell yeah. <laughs> Strong, independent reindeer who don't need no antlers. Who don't get credit for all the work they've done. <laughs> he loved Santa Claus so much that in, ni- in 1835, he helped launch the St. Nicholas Society of the City of New York, serving as its secretary until 1841. Interesting. Uh, 32. We're almost there, Adam. You can do this. Oh, Norway provides the tree in some place famous londoners and visitors alike probably know the iconic spruce um the people of norway donate it each year in gratitude for britain's support for norway during world war ii oh interesting so that's pretty it's kind of yeah that's pretty cool you know what what we're gonna give you a tree (laughs) (laughs) Er (laughs) earlier air year this Christmas gift held a life-saving secret. During World War II, the United States Playing Card Company joined forces with American and British intelligence agencies to create a very special deck of cards. They distributed them as Christmas gifts, but they also helped allied prisoners of war escape. Oh, what? yeah. I've heard of this. Did the, you know that? Yeah, I've heard of this. They, like, when you peel uh, the layers off or whatever, there's, like, maps or some shit I underneath. I just got chills. Can you hear this, Chase? I know you're playing with the baby. When the baby. You're keeping the child away from the microphone. When wet individual cards peeled apart to reveal mm. maps of escape routes, mm-hmm. sometimes truth really is stranger than fiction. Oh my God, that is amazing. Totally forgot about that. Your Christmas tree likely traveled a bit. Unless you felt it yourself, your fresh cut tree probably spent weeks out of the ground before appearing at your local retailer. And there's likely not much. Um, hiking into the woods, 98% of American trees today grow on farms. Wow. 98% grow on farms? That's a lot. I don't think I've ever went to a Christmas tree farm in my life. I've gone maybe twice. They're pretty cool. They're expensive. Someone else, I was listening to a podcast, and they went to one. um, So shout out to Jeff and Callie Dollar. They were doing on their podcast an episode how they have a a toddler, so their first time as parents, and they want to have the experience. And you go to a Christmas tree farm, and you can get the hot cocoa, and you can yeah. get pictures and see the reindeer and sure. all this crate, or at least some. I have kind no of idea what the zoo. experience is like. So, so that's the idea. You go and you get your tree, but you also like have cocoa and music. So they go for that experience, and they get there, and the trees are like five hundred thirty-six dollars, and fuck they're like, that. "Fuck that!" So they're like, "We're gonna sip your cocoa and get the fuck out of here." <laughs> I'm going to Walmart and getting me one for the rest of my life. <laughs> exactly. Oh no, Chase, we have one more left, and your phone died. Uh, oh no it's a christmas miracle (laughs) oh i'm so sad okay well i guess uh what will happen is i will put this full thing in our our blog right and i will also post it on instagram because there were some fun facts in there um chase you want to trade with me anything else you want to say before we go 
He said, no. He said, piss off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's like, he said, Merry, Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays or whatever you're celebrating. Enjoy the rest of your year. We are so grateful that you've hung out with us. We're very excited about what's to come in the new year. It's very true. And um, yeah, stay tuned. Merry uh, Holland Das. Um, I once met a girl with 12 boobs. Okay, we're not ending here. Sounds weird, doesn't it? Doesn't it? <laughs> 12 dick doesn't tell. Oh, fuck you guys. Okay. Have a holly, jolly, whatever Happy you want. <laughs> end of 2021. We will see y'all in 2022.